Welcome to the listening space, bringing presence into daily life. Honoring meaningful conversations to inspire listening, speaking truth, and feeling heard. Hello, I am Bevan Reynolds. I'm a registered counselor, hypnotherapist, and conscious dance facilitator. I'm passionate about healing and transformation and see myself as a guide for my clients on their journey of embodying their inherent wholeness. Hello, I'm Nidhi Amanda Chato. I'm a psychosocial therapist, facilitator, and wise elder coach. I'm inspired to help my clients heal into wholeness and find meaning and balance in their lives spiritually, mentally, emotionally, relationally, and physically showing up. Welcome to the listening space. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another listening space conversation. And before we begin, we're going to just do a beautiful moment of mindful check-in with ourselves. So just come into a place of being comfortable and take a beautiful deep breath in and gently close your eyes. And with each deep breath, just become more present with yourself. Come into a space of connection, of honoring, of being aware of your breath. Of just letting go of things that do not need your attention right now. And coming to a place of connection of calmness just feeling the breath coming in through your nose filling your whole body with oxygen And as you breathe out, just become more aware of the space, the beautiful space that is created within when you take some time to just connect with yourself, just connect with the sacredness of life. Take a moment and just put, place your hands on your heart and just feel your heartbeat. Feel your aliveness, the rhythm. And the gratitude for taking this moment to be with yourself, a moment to listen with intention.
Let's take a beautiful deep breath in. Just feel yourself sitting on the chair, or standing or lying. Just feel yourself becoming more present with your environment, the sounds around you. Just take another beautiful deep breath in. And as you breathe out, you can move your fingers, your feet and your shoulders. It's becoming more present in your body. Take another beautiful deep breath in. And as you breathe out, you can gently open your eyes. And just take a moment to look around you. Just honoring where you are right now. Hmm. Hello, Bevan. It's Hello, nice to Ned. again to continue this very important conversation about boundaries and sacred space. Thank you so much for that beautiful check-in. And yes, uh, such a valuable conversation, one that uh, I think we could probably have a few times over as yeah. it uh, is constant, it's constant work, it's constant play. It's a constant experimentation of this listening and this tuning in and uh, finding, our, finding our voice to say yes and no, which mm. is this beautiful thing we call a boundary. <laughs> And I certainly noticed within that meditation, like just those moments of grounding, that moment of connecting with the heart. And those are all such beautiful yes, yes moments to the body, yes moments to the, to, to the now, to the present, to our beingness right here. And, you know, without even perhaps being aware of it, we're saying to no to no, we're saying no to so many other things in that moment. Things that might be trying to pull our attention away or distractions or or noises that were, you know, calling us away from ourselves in that moment. You know, it's so interesting you say that because I've been doing a um I did a, a talk um, on the weekend about uh, boundaries and I, I called it a reawakening sacred space. And um, what comes up very strongly is that the boundary, the whole boundary conversation is really about your boundaries with yourself and how important it is that when you say yes to yourself and um, you say no to the things that don't serve you, you are creating that line in the sand of saying, you know, this is where I want to invest my energy and my attention and how important it is when we when we do that when we actually say yes to ourselves and we step into that place of of creating sacred space and drawing our line in the sand how it starts to impact and reflect in our relationships and how we show up in the world and how our boundaries are respected or not respected. 
I love the, the reminder that's inherent in that, that the work really be, does begin with us. And without uh, making it too much of an outward thing, we do ultimately be, create a lot of our reality through our actions and through the tuning in and the listening and the hearing our yes and our no, and then responding from that place. And sometimes it takes some courage to uh, yeah, bring that bring that boundary into into the <laughs> into the space between you and the other. Mm-hmm. And other times, it's really something that we can do within ourselves, and it doesn't even need to be so explicitly stated. Uh, and I think that's a, an important part of the conversation that we can we can do inner work within ourselves, and you know, just almost shift our own perspective or how you relate to what's happening inside of us and then from there our our world shifts without even us having to go and do something or say something and then in other circumstances we very much are required to be quite explicit and and vocal verbal uh, make the boundary more tangible yeah and it's interesting that because it comes into how do we say no, when something is, is not or, or someone's behavior is not aligned with our with our values and what's important for us. And do we say no from a from a position of losing our power? Or do we say no when we're actually saying yes to ourselves? Mm-hmm. And how do we stand strong in that? Um, that 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 yes of self. And we, we, you know, when we look at unhealthy boundaries, when we look at the, the parts of us um, that aren't in integrity or aligned with our values, then we, we sometimes put things in place to protect someone else or to protect some, something else to the detriment of ourselves. I think what you're, what I'm hearing in that is that, you know, part of that, the work that happens internally is gaining that clarity on which parts of ourselves are perhaps in conflict. Because if we've got parts of ourselves that are saying yes and other parts that are saying no, and then we're going to transmit this, this more confused message. But when we're coming from this, this integrated space within us, where we've, found a, a creative middle or we we've some, somehow the the conflict has resolved to the point where we we know we find the the words to paint a middle line i mean not you know what i mean <laughs> um you know somehow to 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 create this creative third um from the from the our inner parts that may be in conflict and within that we may be able to find uh more finite line, uh, a more specific line, or a clearer boundary, uh, and that's that's sometimes the work that well, I think it's not sometimes it is the work that requires that self awareness and the self reflection, and and the honesty with ourselves. Absolutely, um, one of the, the the conversations or the readings that I was doing around boundaries is how important consequences are. So we set a boundary 
within ourselves of where we don't want to go. Um, but then we sometimes don't hold the consequences strong because we start to take responsibility for other people's behavior or their emotional responses, or they expect us to do the work and they don't take responsibility for themselves. And we start to make excuses or we, we start to go against our truth and what we believe in because we're trying to keep the peace or we're trying to just get something done and we often don't hold the consequences that we put in place um, in integrity. And then what happens is we start to wobble and become uncomfortable and not feel heard. And, you know, again, it, it comes back to we can become shaky or we can start to become stressed or get anxiety or um, become overwhelmed. And uh, there's, I think there's so many times where, where we, if, if we, our boundaries are not healthy and they're not coming from an alignment with, with a body, mind and spirit way of, of showing up, then um, it, can have, it can have a deep impact on, on us and we can feel violated and we can start to, to doubt ourselves and become really shaky. I, I think it's so important that, you know, maybe I think it's, it is important that we just, that we chat about the, those consequences uh, in terms of what is feared, what are the things that make it difficult for us to, to set those boundaries mm. and to, to be clear with another perhaps around what behavior we allow or not allow and i mean some of them are you know, the, the roots of them often come from some kind of childhood experience or at a time when we weren't quite uh, you know as empowered as we would have liked to have been and and so through through fear we we struggle to terrified maybe that the person won't love us anymore or that that we will disappoint them and then you know their whatever they were offering to us disappears or perhaps we're afraid of, of being rejected by them or losing them and all the grief and there's so many things we can be afraid of yet it is definitely that for me I understand that that fear is coming from it's not always the wisest part of us that's so afraid. <laughs> I mean, really it is. Um, we definitely can come from a wise part that's more discerning, but often our, our, our fear is, is coming from that more wounded child space. Um, and it's not always necessary exactly what is going to happen. It's just an imagined feared consequence of what will happen. Uh, I don't know if you want to add some more to that um, but I do think it's 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 one of the, the aspects that does make it hard to to be clear and hold that line you know it's so interesting you say that because yes it is that and, and you know when we are clear about our own personal space and I'm clear about your personal space and we respect that in each other then we stand as two individuals strong in who we are and then there's a healthy 
a healthy boundary in place. And I'm very clear that I know where I end and where you begin and vice versa. But when there's no clarity and, and there's a fuzziness and uh, the boundaries are porous, where they, there's not um, clear, there's no clarity of where, what I can push up against, you know, what, how far I can go, then um, I don't feel safe. And when I don't feel safe, then I'm going to maybe overstep or act out or look for that feeling of being safe. And I think that we spoke about this last time about how important it is for children to have a structure in which to push against because that, then that's how you learn and that's how you grow as a child. And when that's not in place, it can, it, you know, there, there can be times where we can make decisions based on needing approval or um, not having healthy limits in, in our relationships, with, whether that's at work or personal relationships or intimate relationships. And we, um, we don't make time because we feel, we feel insecure to actually be present and respect the other person. I think that's quite important. And, and again, if we don't respect ourselves enough or we haven't, we're not doing the work on ourselves on connecting with what's right for us, what is our yes, then um, we often need the other to fill those spaces. And then the, again, that, that boundary line becomes very fuzzy and, um, you don't feel safe. Mm. And um, I, I just want to say one more thing, but, but I think what happens for us is that if you, you know, there's so many different scenarios where you don't know how to, to put your boundary in place because the person might be a bully and they might be completely um, overpowering and they don't listen. And so when, when that happens, there's this, you feel completely, uh, smothered or suffocated or you can't stand up and say no because it's just it's impossible to do that and I think that happens a lot um, in in society and in life where we have to really learn how to stand strong in who we are and how do we say no so that we are heard and strong mm. in, in in showing up um, in the fullness of our being and that we feel safe that is particularly interesting I think because we do live in a society where there are inherent power differences in so many different spaces for example someone who goes to a doctor may feel for whatever reason that this is uh, this person is an authority they're an expert in their field for example and they are then imbued with so much more power as you go as the patient. You know, other examples of priests and the people who come to their, their church gatherings. Mm -hmm. There's these inherent power differentials that can make it more difficult to stand in your truth and stand and say no to that person who society has given them more power. Mm -hmm. And that, that, takes a, that, takes, that takes some work. To, to have the courage because it means disrupting the status quo. It means potentially 
yeah, facing some consequences that are not necessarily comfortable. Um, and perhaps those are more extreme examples, but I still think it's worth, worth noting because I do know that, that you know, some people feel uh, quite disempowered in those spaces, especially with the medical field. Um, you know, it's, it's an assumed, it's okay that this person can touch your body and feel and prod and poke and, and yeah, and we're trusting that person inherently. Um, but what happens if, yeah, so it's, it's, it's one, <laughs> it's one to talk about, definitely. So I think that for, for the, for the, the sake of, of this conversation, because um, we could go on, on so many different uh, avenues. Um, I think we, you know, just, it's important to honor our choices. And I think that's when we listen to ourselves and we know when we make a decision, if it's the right or the wrong decision, that comes from personal boundaries. It, it comes with defining who we are. And the work that we could start to do is to start to, to build a good rapport with ourselves. Um, you know, being clear about who we are, being protecting our energy and having our values in place, you know, practicing self-care and respecting ourselves, being able to communicate the, the you know, our needs and um, in our relationships, setting healthy limits and then also just really trust, starting to trust ourselves so that when we make a choice it comes from a place of clarity and it comes from a place of really knowing the self and that that mind body spirit um, aspect comes into play because then we're going to go into whatever relationship we, we are going in and whatever interaction from a place of being strong in our own power and our own um, agency and I think that's how we start to create healthy boundaries in place mm. therein lies so much of the work right <laughs> our awareness our introspection our self-care and that listening the tuning in mm. and really paying attention I know that there's uh, it's something that's that comes up. I think that uh, you know if 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 there has been some kind of trauma or or childhood experiences or even as a teenager, as an adult, where there's been some kind of boundary crossing or violation by another person, it can sometimes be quite challenging to know these to have this clarity, to find it, because it, it's, it's not something we are, are used to having, mm. you know? And so I think a lot of our healing work that you and I do with our clients, Nidhi, is finding this um, reconnecting to, to that self, those self-respecting parts of them, you know, within and and really growing in those in those parts and and beginning to notice and having that somatic intuitive experience where where you you notice when there's something that's off 
because we, you know, the, the offshoot of a lot of, of trauma, trauma and, and our unhealed you know, childhood uh, wounds is, is this difficulty in noticing and listening and, and even having an understanding of what our values are. And so, you know, I think that's the, the beauty of the inner work that we do on ourselves and with our clients, Nidhi, is that we invite, we're helping people create the space um, within themselves to, to figure themselves out uh, and to explore and, and to, yeah, to connect to, to who they are at the, you know, the, at their core. Um, yeah, so such sacred work. I have a, a new client and she says, um, I am me working on me. And I just love that. And I think it's, you know, we all are vulnerable. We all have um, parts of us that are not healthy or that we, we need to grow and work on. Um, and then the other parts of us that are so, are so strong. And um, it's to, to really you know, connect with that and honor that and then learn from the parts that aren't so strong. And um, we're all just doing the best that we can. And I think that it's important to really just start to do the work, the work on the self. Um, you know, when we have a healthy relationship with ourselves and with others, then we communicate clearly and we are respectful and we have trust and we are honest and there's a, a, an equal flow but when our communication is not clear and we feel disrespected and we don't feel safe and we're not feeling in a space of being trusted or not trusting um, and then we start to try and take control and make things right because they're out of balance then we know that's where we've got work to do. And um, the, the work is going in and just checking in and saying, okay, you know, this is not feeling good for me. What do I need? You know, how can I get the help to, to, to just be guided through this process um, so that I can come into a more balanced way and, care for the parts that need to be cared for mm. and celebrate the healing. Mm. I, I love that you brought up needs because I think that is, that's quite an interesting component of, of that level of self-awareness that we move from when we set boundaries or um, figure the boundaries out within ourselves. And you know, I think having having the words, the vocabulary for the for our different needs, um, is also a wonderful starting place, and uh, it's something that I think is so core to self care, is being is being able to name <laughs> the you know if there's a need for space or a need for connection or a, you know a need for respect or a need to be heard, and those. Those are those are felt senses that can be named, and they they they're distinct from each other. Uh, and I, you know, I notice with uh, for myself, so, you know, the generation that I grew up in, uh, you know, we weren't really allowed to have lots of needs, 
um, <laughs> other than food, water, and a roof over our heads. And you know, having that more nuanced emotional language for for intangible needs was was something that I had to do later in life. I had to learn <laughs> these words and. You know, I'm, I'm loving seeing that, you know, a lot of the mindful parenting that um, is emerging with the current generation is it's just so beautiful in terms of empowering children with, with these words that they can use. Uh, and it's, you know, in, a, in essence, it's, it's part of boundaries because once we ask for what we need and know, or know what we need and ask for what we want, uh, we're setting a boundary, are we not? Um, I have a list here, um, which I'd love to read um, and sort of around the difference between unhealthy and healthy boundaries. Um, and it, it sort of summarizes everything that we've said. So um, unhealthy boundaries are when we expect others to know what we want or need, to say yes to things that you don't want to do, to make decisions based on the opinion of others stuffing your feelings in order to keep the peace, feeling that others are more important than you, expecting someone else to make you happy, thinking that you can change someone and make them happy, being afraid to disagree, ignoring your feelings and being afraid to express your thoughts and ideas. And what's interesting is that the list of healthy boundaries is very much that of asking for what you want and need from those around you. Being comfortable to say no, making choices based on your values and beliefs, feeling safe and valid when expressing your emotions, feeling equal and that you matter, knowing that your happiness is your responsibility, knowing that you're not responsible for somebody else's happiness, being comfortable, disagreeing, acknowledging what you are feeling and being comfortable changing your mind. And Bevan, I just want to say to you that um, the generation that I grew up in, we were seen and not heard. Children didn't have an opportunity to even say what made them happy or sad. And it's interesting how each generation has an, its own way of communicating and its own way of setting boundaries. Thank you so much for that, for, for sharing that. And this, yeah, there's a lot in there that I, I had a feeling moment where I kind of paused and I was like, oh, um, compassion for that, mm. um, for you. <laughs> uh, so felt in this moment um yeah and and then thank you for the for that list indeed a beautiful summary of of um what we've covered over the last two conversations mm. uh, <laughs> little part of me is like oh yay we <laughs> We we're good at this. We know we know we know boundaries quite well, don't we? <laughs> I think both of us have had to learn a lot about uh, creating boundaries, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And when you run a, a a therapeutic counseling practice, you have to, you know, learn very clearly about how to put healthy boundaries in place so that your client feels safe, mm. and you can build 
trust. Hundred yeah. percent. So vital and so 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 valid and important and mm. uh, ethical. <laughs> yeah, absolutely ethical. Mm. So, Nidia, I'm aware of our time, and I think we um, kind of coming to the end of our conversation. And there's a lovely um, exercise that I just wanted to share. Um, it's actually taken from a, a somatic uh, psychotherapy uh, workbook, and it's a lovely way to to be with the feeling of having a boundary. Um, so the directions are that you begin sitting, you can sit on the floor or on a chair, and then you actually create around you a very tangible a boundary that you can actually see and touch. So you can use string or scarves, ropes, pillows, anything that that you can actually create a boundary around yourself, like a bubble that represents your space, your sacred space in that moment. And you, you can make it as thick or as thin as you want. And then the the invitation is to is to feel what it feels like to be you know, to describe the the experience of being so contained by this tangible boundary, mm-hmm. and 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 just you know, you can take it into a more analytical realm afterwards. But just noticing your how your breathing might change or how your your body posture changes as you create this physical boundary around you, and and then just being with that like sitting with it and, and, and noticing the experience in your body in that moment. And then afterwards you can, you know, you can look at, at what thoughts or emotions or memories may have, may come up uh, after that uh, as you sit with that. Um, yeah. And perhaps, you know, the, what I love about this is that it, it really, it can show you, it can, it can really give you that felt sense of, of that stability and that sense of solidity, you know, the opposite to that shakiness that you spoke mm. about earlier. And you really feel so solid. Uh, and then, you know, the next step from there is, is how do you create that, that same sense of solidity that you've just felt now? How do you create it in other situations in your life where it needs to, needs to be present? in order for you to feel good about yourself and, and what's happening. So that is uh, just a little invitation of an exercise. Exercise. And I think uh, a really good practical way to put into experience um, about boundaries and what they mean. Yeah. Thank you. Mm. So, I think bringing our our discussion to a close and uh, feeling called to just take a moment to just breathe and um, yeah, center ourselves after this beautiful conversation. Uh, saying mm. yes with gratitude to. Uh, to the process of honoring ourselves and 
and deepening in our in a healthy relationship to ourselves and i just yeah i celebrate that yes within myself and i celebrate that yes within you and may all beings be connected to the to the yes that lies within and they know that lies within Beautiful. Thank you, Bevan. Thank you. And we shall connect next time. Is there a topic that was brewing? Um, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> let it be. Let it be a surprise. Yes, yeah. yeah, surprise. Okay. All right. Take care. Take care. Have a beautiful week. And thanks everyone for listening. Thank you for listening.